Namaste. I am Maya Tiwari. With another episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. For the past 35 years, since surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of health, healing, and self-peace. I am the founder of the Wise Earth School of Ayurveda, the first of its kind in North America. I am also the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings free Ayurveda and yoga education to at-risk communities in New York inner cities. I am a featured speaker for the Parliament of the World's Religion and other major conferences. I have been promoting the cultivation of inner harmony through the creation of the World Peace Mandala, which more than one million citizens of the world have contributed to. Today's episode is about awareness. I am awareness. I am not the mind. This is such a critical understanding because at the end of every day and the beginning of the next, we can heal everything conflicts, chaos, disharmony, disease, injustices and insecurities with just being seated and centered in the cosmic awareness, the sat, the chit of our own being as human people. Now I have spoken to the many egregious racial crimes that I have personally experienced here in the mountains of Western North Carolina in a community called Candler. And this has become a widespread topic. The topic of racism has been rearing its ugly head for centuries upon centuries, but it does still exist and it does still continue. I shan't go into more details about these experiences that are at best untoward, but what we have to understand, I have been reading through many pieces of wonderful writings from my past. And in reflecting upon them, I realized how fortuitous it was to have written so many gems on our power of awareness. Now that I have been ensconced in the past decade and a little bit more with the savagery of being a target for racism and other prejudices from the community of people who are also human beings. It makes a deeper imprint and has flowered into 
a multi-petaled lotus for me because what I knew and understood has now become a full-fledged reality in my own life. And it is beyond survivalism. When we are having to cope with unsalubrious, unwholesome, inhumane and unjust activities put forth by others for their own reasons, whatever they may be, we find that it is the time when the mind become more active and thoughts flood our inner space. But this is exactly the time and junctures when we are facing diseases, despair, animosities, hatred, bitterness, violence, physical, emotional, spiritual violence. This is the period of time when we need that space to be wide open and relaxed and not taught and tethered to a million thoughts. The least amount of space that we have within our area of awareness, and look at the awareness as the big, vast, wide open atmosphere, the sky, the clouds, just shifting without boundaries. That is also what is within us. But when it is tethered to the murky thoughts, to an overactive mind, because we naturally would go into that space of being flooded and tethered when we are concerned about activities that may be happening around us or within us, as in the case of a disease then we need to bring conscious awareness. Now, this is always the gift that we have been given to use in exactly these times. But, of course, it is functioning at all times. It is ever-generating. It is eternal. It is within us. It is just that we can block it unconsciously because it becomes overridden by our own involvement and occupation with thinking, with thoughts, with how do I get past this, with the fears and emotions attached to these thoughts, with the creation of what has happened uh, just a little while ago, what is happening now, what probably will continue to happen in the future. And of course we look at things that have happened in the past, if it has been 99% violent, of course, the mind is going to presume that it will continue or that every incident that smells or looks or tastes or feels like that incident of violence is going to be exactly that incident of violence. So we become preoccupied and it takes us, lifts us out of the present. Whenever our mind is immobilized, whenever our spirit is tense with grievous thoughts or even happy thoughts, then we are lifted out of the present. We are being pushed into past or future. 
we're being pushed by the fear, by the anger, by the emotions. And I'm not saying it is not justified. These emotions are all perfectly justified, but it doesn't. They don't do us a lot of good. The only healing aspect, even if we're taking, by the way, the best of nature's medicines, even if we are being treated by the most exquisite sage or elder who has the power of healing in every iota and cell of their being, we are still likely to not fare as well as we can unless we reclaim our power of awareness innate to each and every one of us regardless of our level of education or societal status. So I have had to reclaim this incredible power of awareness that I have been writing about and teaching and talking about for almost four decades and probably in past lives as well. But somehow today, the palpable reality of it for me feels as if it has finally come alive into the thousand-petaled lotus, which is center in the spirit of my own awareness, which is entirely applicable, applicable to what I am experiencing today and have been for some time, which has finally caught for me in my own absence of being present in the murk of thoughts, it has actually captured and rescued me, my own words of the past, to the present, to the presence of awareness, to the not forgetting of awareness, but to being so occupied with my inner spaces being utilized by the many billions of whatever thoughts and realities and the apparent realities and the, and the ugliness of some of it. Also by the beauty of nature, which I have never really been oblivious to, thank goodness. That's been a blessing and a saving grace because as I look into Pisca Forest, which is where I am at the moment, residing in acres of exquisite unfelt forest, and I see the tempered trees of birch and maple and oak, the pines, the cedar, standing before me, as I hear the susurrus of their message to me, which is, be, be aware, be in your awareness. Now that be aware and that I am awareness is extremely different from the logic of be alert. Because be alert is what the mind tells us. Be aware is what our consciousness of nature feeds us, tells us, informs us, reminds us of. And so the good fortune came when those very words I have written, the very essence of awareness scribed within Mother Nature herself, made itself visible once again to me to understand that 
I must now evict all of the glut and the clutter of my inner space with all of the activities that continue to happen, has been happening, whatever, because they have usurped, and I have allowed them to usurp so much of my grand inner space. Now, mind you, the key to healing for each one of us and all of us is inner space. I have taught the meditation of the pause, of pausing. I have taught the meditation of ahimsa, remembering to look at the world and ourselves and keep reflecting it back in the space of inner harmony, the lens of self-peace. Nothing is more valuable than that. And all through these educations that come back to me today as a gift, as a primordial gift from whence it came in the first place, Mother Nature, back to me through the whispering of her cedars today, I understand once again that I have found less space within me than I need and require to continue to flourish my awareness, and therefore I have been evicting all day long the critical thoughts the critical mental angst, the critical anger, the critical fear of all of the chemical and biological weaponry and every other bit of nuisance weaponry that has been used against my physical presence and the presence of the compound in which I live and had to eject eject those from within me, had to put them aside, not deny them, not deny the reality or their apparent reality of their happening. And I keep saying apparent because we are always living in the apparent reality, but there is always a more conscious reality that surrounds the apparent. And so what I'm saying is evict the apparent realities, whatever they may be, however however arduous, however tethered we are to them, however difficult they are, and even the realities that are so uh, happy and, and joyous. We're not going to evict joy and happiness, but realities that, that crowd our inner space need to be, at the end of every day, ejected, start afresh the next day, because that is where Awareness needs space. Awareness has space, but we need the space within us so that we can access our own awareness. It is not a gift that has to be acquired. It is not a treasure that we, that we deserve or not deserve. It is our innate, our intrinsic, our immutable nature. All we have to do is clear enough space from inside of us to recapture, to listen, to witness our awareness. So, in continuing the conversation from the last episode that talked about I am awareness, it talked about awareness heals everything, 
It's not the physician's awareness that heals us. It's not Mother Nature's awareness that heals us. It's not our Guru's awareness that heals us. It is not God's awareness that heals us or the Divine Shakti awareness that heals us. But it is the awareness that is imbued within our own incredible conscious self as a human person that heals us. And to that awareness, I bow. I take my prostrations, Om Namah Shivaya, or whatever mantra we may use to say, Tatastu, so be it, and so be it for all of us. So in this light, we're talking about awareness, but more than talking about it, we are in fact saying that we must not crowd that space with the Ultimately, every thought, ultimately, every concern, ultimately, every fear and anger and angst, ultimately, every emotion of happiness or otherwise, ultimately, all of it takes up space. It takes up essential celestial space from within us. And so, therefore, at the end of every day, before the big, humongous circle of the sun's light slip into the darkness and show itself again as the luminous, gentle beams of the moonlight. Before that happens, and before the big, luminous sun comes up again in the morrow, let us evict, let us make at least an intent to evict the thoughts that have been preoccupying our space and trust, have the faith, have the incredible, impeccable power to remember that we are imbued with self-awareness, which in and of itself heals everything not by rote, not by our thinking, not by the thinking of our forebears, not by our genetic disposition, but by the fact that awareness is light and light heals. Light eradicates the darkness of our experiences. Light illumines the mind. But the mind is a runaway chariot. It is a chariot that is faster than the speed of light, we are told in the Vedas. The thoughts are so fast that you could never catch them. So trying to catch thoughts as a process of meditation is a useless function. Meditation is being present, present and accepting that we are awareness. Tatvamasi, I am that awareness. I am chit. I am Sat, I am the truth of this universe, I am Chit, which is the awareness of this universe, and altogether it becomes Anandam, the full consciousness that all of us share, that each of us have in totality, and yet we share. There's not a part of awareness in me, and another part in you, and another part in someone else, and no. And altogether we make a whole. No, it is not like that. Each one of us is completely whole. 
Aham Brahmasmi, I am that Brahman that is the totality, not just of my mere experiences, but the totality of awareness, which in its primordial form equals consciousness. So tomorrow we will continue with this unfolding of our nature of awareness. In the tradition in which I was born, the Vedic tradition, the Hindu and Brahmanical tradition, I have heard my father and then again my guru say the same thing, that there is only what is, and what is, is God or, or everything. Everything is God. And the beauty of our elders tell us, inform us, that we seek not to believe in God, but to know God, because that God awareness is ourselves. Or we can say goddess awareness too, but we're not going to get into the duality here. In the work of cultivating personal awareness, we share a common language that needs no words, a communion centered in the heart of our oneness. Even the people who are targeting us, who are taking advantage, who are abusive, who are violent, who are misled, who are deep in the dense ignorance of hatred and racism and bigotries and trained the behavior, behavioral patterns. We are all part of the oneness. And if each one of us that can see the light make a commitment to inner harmony, now everyone is not at the point in their development where they can do that or even see the reason for doing it or even believe that they can do it or even care to do it. But those of us who have reached a point in life where we understand that Regardless of what is happening, because of what is happening, we need to make that commitment to inner harmony. We will surely succeed in achieving the ultimate goal, our human destiny, and that is one of the spiritual freedom that unites us. It is only the work of awareness within each one of us that will change the world for the better, more importantly, that will transform hurt and anger and angst and disappointments, disillusionments, disease and despair into the golden awareness where harmony resides. Thank you. Peace be your journey. Until the next time, this is Maya Tiwari.